Well, folks, you know you're in for a treat when you hear that tune because it's time for another week of the Rec Poker Podcast. But we have a special episode coming at you today on Friday, February 16th, because the World Series of Poker has just released their schedule. And like every year, we are the luckiest little buggers in the world because Kevin Mathers, the one and only Kev Math, is here in the booth with the Wrecking Crew to break the schedule right here in real time. I'm so excited for this. So I guess I should say this is the Rec Poker Podcast, folks. Thanks for tuning in. I have to thank our sponsors, the amazing uh, Running Aces Hotel, Racetrack, and Casino. Find out more about them at runaces.com. If you don't know uh, what's going on around here, my name is Jim Reed. I've got the best freaking job in the world, hanging out here, talking with my poker friends about the world of poker on the Rec Poker Podcast. But I am just one person. It takes a group, a gang, a crew to make the magic happen here at Rec Poker. If you want to find out about me or the rest of the Wrecking Crew, as we call our leadership panel, you can go to rec.poker slash crew, or you can just listen up because you're going to meet a few of them right here on the show right now, starting with Joseph Wills. Hey guys, I'm Joseph Wills, um, hockey underscore poker on Twitter. And check out my series on the website called Be a Better Fish because we all want to be a better fish. <laughs> That's right. Kim? I'm Kim Kilroy. I'm Pet Vat or Pet Vat 33 on social platforms. Um, and I run a hand history review group for Rec Poker and would love to see lots of you submit some WSOP hands later this year. There we go. Yeah. And Kim also has a video out there um, on our blog about how to take notes well in hand uh, in hands that you play. So go check that out and make some notes, put them in the forums and uh, get better with our group here at Rec Poker. Um, it is a free community. Feel free to join up. All it takes is an email address and a smile. But we do insist on both. Find out more at rec.poker. So it's this time of year again. Kevin Mathers, Kev Math is in the house. I am so pleased that we get to do this every year, Kevin. This is so cool. Thank you for coming back on the Rec Poker Podcast, bud. Thanks, Jim. And it's it's, it's good to uh, talk with the crew. And uh, yeah, this is definitely an exciting time of the year. Uh, you know, it's, it's sort of like, a, it's sort of like, um, it's it's like Poker Players Christmas is, you know, when the, when the schedule, get, when the uh, a schedule is officially announced and uh, people, you know, they've been waiting for, we- you know, weeks and months uh, to see, you know, to plan their, uh, their uh, summer vacation in Las Vegas. It's true. It's like we've put the stockings up uh, uh, on the mantle, and now we get to come down the stairs and see what Santa Claus has brought for us all on Christmas morning. That is kind of how it feels. So um, the schedule is officially dropped. Uh, We're not going to get into the online schedule element of it, but we're just going to talk about the live events in Las Vegas, Nevada, starting on May 28th. Um, Before we get into action, and we're going to break down every event here, so uh, stay tuned. Um, before we start talking about event by event and date by date, Kevin, um, what are a couple things that are different this year? What are a couple things that you're looking forward to or excited about? Or what are a couple things we should just kind of like remind our audience uh, to have in mind every year as we start thinking about this? Uh, yeah, it's, you know, it's definitely, <clears throat> I think we'll discuss during the show, you know, there there are some new events uh, that for uh, some new tournaments this year. That haven't been offered in the past, and uh, you know, I, I guess you know the the one thing to start off with is to always make sure to have your players, your season rewards cards. That's the mm. you need that first to actually before you sign up for any terms. No matter if it's a bracelet events, it's the you know the uh, satellite steep sacks, 
cash games, et cetera. It's always good to have your player's card. So you definitely need to get that first. And that's, of course, you may have had from previous years when you've been to Vegas. Uh, any, any season's property will be happy to help you out with that. Um, you know, or of course, it's always good to make sure you have your money together. And uh, yeah, we, you know, this is as in past years, there, there will be online registration that should open up probably late March, early April, when that will be made official. When and you can use uh, wire, you know, wire transfer, your credit card, debit card, uh, online banking. There's all sorts of methods for people to do, um, you know, because, you know, one thing that poker players don't really like, but they sort of do it a lot, is they, they stand in line a lot. And especially, <laughs> especially remember last last year during the WCB, oh, yeah. certain events where they were, you, there were definitely some very, very long lines of people who didn't plan ahead and got stuck in, and got stuck waiting, waiting to sit get their seat at the table. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, there's all these different ways you can, you know, getting your money together for this is a big subject. Um, we're going to have Kevin back on the show in April as the events get a little closer and talk more about the logistics of using the kiosks, wiring money to the cage, you know, carrying cash around, getting a safety deposit box, um, registering online, I know there are a lot of different ways to do it. And it's um, especially if you're an international player like myself, um, getting money into the States and then, you know, securely getting it to the cage and registering smoothly um, with good security. You know, that's all stuff that we want to be thinking about. So that's definitely it's not just avoiding lines. Of course, uh, there's a big there's a big uh, logistical issue for for people getting down there. Um, and Kevin, I heard that they're expecting uh you know more players than ever before again there's talk about maybe adding some tables or something like that is uh, what's the general consensus uh down there since you're the industry insider that we're having on the show now i want to what, what are you hearing on the buzz yeah so i i've, I've been here you know i mean you know i think they always expect uh numbers to be up year over year and i think you know and and a lot of people don't really like playing 10-handed which like at right. some events it's kind of avoidable unavoidable uh, I have heard, and uh, I've heard there's going to be uh, about 700, 700 plus, or 700 tables that will be available this year at the, at the worst. There's a poker spread across the Horseshoe in Paris. Um, I believe they're going to open up a new another space for uh, for the, to help to help satisfy those uh, long lines that that always happen. That's great, and of course, and, it's not and, only. You know, no, go ahead, please, please. No, I was going to say. I mean, you know, people want to be playing poker, not standing in line. Yeah. And the yeah. more tables, the better. Yeah, 100%. And of course, you know, uh, for every table, you need a dealer. So that means more dealers than ever. Um, I know the WSOP does a great job putting people through their training program and calling in dealers from around the world, certainly around the country to come and play. Um, that being said, you often get a lot of first time dealers here. And, uh, you know, it's understandable why, but I'll just encourage our uh, our listeners they're doing their best, folks. Even if you get a first-time dealer who's not exactly at the top of their game, um, try to remain kind and generous with your uh, words and behavior. They're all just out there doing their best. A lot of them are going to be working for the first time, and it's just part of um, part of how we master the logistics of a fantastic, huge event like this. Kim, did you have something? Yeah, I was at the WSOP in um, in uh, Bahamas. Yeah, um, in December. And I was wondering if they're going to be bringing in the iPads and the, um, all of that to the to this one that they tried out there. Uh, that's a very good question. I I I've heard that they're not going to have the WSP Plus app available in in Vegas, but 
I think there's definitely some elements that they could use. Like like you mentioned, you know, it would be nice to have the sort of track chip counts and have a have the tournament clock on your app. Uh, hmm. Those sort of things would definitely, and you know, sort of like see players that have been eliminated. That would be, I I think that would be great if they could have that. But uh, the the other services like using Luxon Pay or Bitcoin or ways to register for tournaments, uh, that's basically because of banking laws and uh, in the U.S. and also various regulations in Nevada. That that part's not going to be available. So. Uh, I have a feeling that the app will not be available at all. So you'll basically it's, you're going to need you have your um, Bravo Poker Live app on your phone to register for tournaments and also for the tournament clocks. I know there was a lot of issues using the Bravo Poker Live app last year that a lot of us had to go onto a website and use it through our website instead of using it on the app that it wasn't working properly. So hopefully that's all those kinks are ironed out. <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely agree. And I know there was, you know, they've had issues from time to time with the kiosks as, as well. And, uh, you know, basically running out of paper or, you know, the machines were down. And, you know, when the, when you tout the convenience of these kiosks, you sort of expect them to be up uh, throughout the series and not have these um, extensive uh, down periods, which was definitely frustrating for everyone involved. Right on. Any other uh, sort of meta questions for Kevin before we jump into the uh, schedule itself? Doesn't look like it, Kevin. Is there anything else you want to share with our group before we dive in? No, I think I think we're ready to start with uh, the first event. Okay, amazing. Well, I'm just going to share my screen here, and I'll just remind uh, our YouTube uh, or our audience at home if you want to uh, follow along on audio you're welcome to but you'll be able to watch uh, i'm going to share my screen as we go through the actual uh, schedule itself and so if you're watching on youtube then you can see for in, in real time as we're going along here so looks like on and uh, guys just jump in anytime here if you've got something that you want to uh, share uh, about the schedule i'm just going to kind of run through it and we'll we'll kind of see what's interesting i'm gonna and for our audience i'm gonna spend a little more time talking about the events that are 1500 or cheaper because i know that's kind of in the wheelhouse for our recreational players um and that's what i'll be uh that's what i'll be uh focusing on as we get through here so all the magic starts on may 28th tuesday may 28th that's when registration opens and uh, live action and satellites begin so that's the first day if you might want to get down there or maybe get down there on the 27th and get a little jet lag out of your system if you want to get started there's a five thousand dollar champions reunion no limit hold'em freeze out that's a three-day event on uh the 28th that's event number one um uh, on the 28th is also event number two the casino employees event that's a $500 entry, and that's a lot of fun. I haven't had a chance to play in that, but if um, I hear from uh, from friends and, and associates that that's a great event and, and a good value event as well. Yeah, yeah. and uh, just just to, you know, usually the Casino Poise event is the first event on the schedule, and uh, this year they've uh, decided to use the Champions Reunion. And uh, one important note uh, for that uh, event, the first event, is if you eliminate one of the previous main event winners, you get the 2024 that may encourage uh some people who are sort of like on the fence of not playing for you know not play, not showing up for, for early events you know you know five five thousand dollars you know basically basically double your money without 
even making the money would be uh, a definite. Uh, I love that. Yeah. And Kevin, uh, your audio was just cutting in and out there a little bit, but in case I'll just clarify for our listeners that um, in the champions reunion freeze out, that's an eight handed event on the 28th with a $5,000 entry. Um, if you knock out a previous main event champion, you receive an entry into the 2024 uh, main event. So as Kevin says, a $10,000 value, um, which is sort of like a, a side bounty on, 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 aside from the actual typical pay structure for that event. So that's very cool. That's a great way to get exactly. people out there early. Joseph? Yeah, just if you knock out, you know, two previous main event winners, do you get an entry to the 25 as well? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What happens, so Kevin? If they, out, they, you that, can't rebuy the main. <laughs> that's that's a good question. I don't know if you're going to... Uh, that's, that's a good question. That I'm sure... Uh, unfortunately, I haven't seen any... Uh, there, I don't think I've seen any structure sheets yet. That may be into March and uh, we'll have a definite answer to that. Um, well, Good question. The series starts. All right. So we'll bring that one back to Kevin when we have him back in April. I love that. Um, on Wednesday, May 29th, there's two more events. There's the WSOP kickoff, no limit, hold them, freeze out. That's a two-day event with a $500 entry. So that's a very accessible way to get started in your bracelet hunt. Um, and then there is also the Omaha High Low Eight or Better event that day for $1,500. That'll be the first mixed game event uh, for some of our mixed game fans out there. Yeah, uh, yes. And, and the kickoff is, it's, uh, that's going to be the, that's also a new event for 2024. Um, you know, it's sort of like a, a way for people to ease in, you know, if they don't want to spend $5,000, you know, a lot of people like to play the lower buying events, of course. And uh, $500 is a pretty good price point for um, a lot of the, uh, people listening in and uh you know other people who like to play recreational yeah i love that i'm so glad that they've uh, put a bunch of these sub 1000 entry events i think that's great for the recreational poker world a lot of people can fire at those um so then on thursday may 30th there's the mystery millions event um so this is a bounty event it's a one thousand dollar buy-in uh one re-entry per flight and this is flight a and payouts begin on day one it says um and the bounties begin on day two with the top bounty of a million dollars uh guaranteed so that sounds pretty cool yes uh yes top bounties guarantee a million at first place it's also guaranteed at one million dollars that was the case last year as oh, well. oh yeah and uh, it should be the it should be the standard fifteen percent. Uh, will finish in the will finish in the money each flight. Of course, they'll probably play down to about five percent. And those people who bag will be uh, well. Everyone that bags uh, will be a bounty, and we'll, one of them will be will have the one million dollar bounty on their head. They'll be you know. I would expect several. You know, some two hundred fifty thousand, hundred thousand, fifty thousand, twenty five thousand, ten thousand. All the way down to a thousand dollars is the uh, minimum value on a player. That's amazing. And the, so this is uh, day one A or flight A, I should say, on May thirtieth. There's flight B on the thirty first, flight C on June first, and flight D on June second, Sunday, before it goes into uh, day two. So lots of ways to get your thousand dollars in there um, for the uh, mystery millions uh bounty i got a mystery bounty i guess it's just what we're calling these would be the easiest way yeah a mystery well, mystery millions it's a mystery bounty i mean it sort of sort of works the same way yeah i like it 
Um, all right. Also on May 30th, on Thursday, there's the Heads Up No Limit Hold'em Championship for $25,000. Uh, that one's limited to 64 players. I don't think that'll be a problem for many of our recreational uh, poker players. I don't think they're putting up 25000 to play in a Heads Up Ladder tournament. Um, but still pretty cool uh, to see. I wonder how many we'll get uh, for that. Right. And, uh, and also, and I guess just quick story, my first time even walking into a WSOP thing, you know, two years ago when we moved here, they were doing this 25K event and there's Alex Fox and Phil Ivy, you know, all of the heavy, heavy hitters. So it was just kind of an awe moment of just standing there watching them. So if you are a new player or, you know, haven't seen these guys, just go walk around, especially during this event. You'll see all of them there. Great advice. Yeah. The, the, and some of these high rollers, if you're not going to play them, you can, you know, the people that you want to go see are playing them. So it's a fun opportunity to just go and rub elbows and, and see what's going on. Um, the last event on Thursday, May 30th is the Dealer's Choice Championship six handed. That's a $1,500 again, Dealer's Choice game. Um, so the, our mixed games uh, fans will be in there for a bunch of that. And that looks really fun. Um, oops. I'm just getting the page I want to be on correct here. Then on Friday, May 31st, we've got Flight B of the Mystery Millions. We've got event number eight, which is the Pot Limit Omaha eight-handed event. That's a $5,000 buy-in. There is the eight-handed Limit Hold'em three-day event. That's $1,500 entry on uh, Friday, May 31st. Then rolling into the weekend on Saturday, June 1st, uh, Mystery Millions Flight C. Then there is the Omaha High-Low Eight or Better Championship. That's uh, eight-handed. Again, that's a $10,000 entry. Um, On Sunday, June 2nd, uh, Mystery Millions Flight D. And then our our Badoogie event, event number 11, is a $1,500 Badoogie event. That is a three-day event as well. So lots of mixed games uh, represented in the first week, which is awesome. I know we're trying to uh, get more and more people involved in mixed games. It's uh, the future of the, of the game and a really, really fun way to, um, to play poker. On June 3rd, Monday, we've got the six-handed No Limit event. That's a $1,500 entry, um, three-day event. And it's also the Dealer's Choice Championship six-handed. This is, is this a different event? This is event number 13. This is the $10,000 Dealer's Choice. The one the previous week is $1,500. So this is a big, uh, big ticket event for um, our mixed game players to come in and splash around $60,000 starting chips. And uh, um, looks like that one will be a lot of fun as well. And yes, and if you, if, You'll, you'll notice uh, as we go through the schedule, you'll see a 15, for most of the next game events, you'll see a $1,500 version, and then a few days later, there'll be a $10,000 version. So it's sort of like, you know, people who like to like to play those particular events, it's sort of like, you know, you have the people that play on the lower end, maybe if they do well, though, they want to, you know, um, take a shot and play the uh, 10K event. I love that. Yeah, and you see that here with the... Um... Omaha high low eight or better. There's a fifteen hundred event on May 29th, and then there's a uh, ten thousand event on June first. So I like the way that they're graduate uh, staging those so that you can get kind of like the low and the high entry event for similar structures and games. That's awesome. 
Uh, on June 4th, Tuesday, is the first Super Turbo Bounty No Limit Hold'em freeze-out event. That's uh, a $1,000 entry. This is event number 14. This is a one-day event, and every player is a $300 bounty. So it's about a 30% uh, bounty. And these are fun tournaments. I mean, they're super turbos. They go really fast. You can't be afraid to get your chips in the middle. Um, but the the bounty is a nice way to kind of pick up some chips without making or pick up some dough without making the money necessarily. And uh, it's a freeze out. So it really is going to go fast. And it's a good chance to go see if you can sneak sneak in a ring hunt, you know, for a thousand bucks, get into a super uh, super turbo bounty event. Those are a lot of fun. Um, Tuesday, June first. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, if you knock out a couple, so that's uh, that's fun as well. If you knock out a couple people, what was that, Kevin? No, I mean you you sort of make back your buy-in. So yeah, yeah, that's awesome. I mean, I love bounty events. I just like, and I like the you know, I think it 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 encourages the kind of play that I enjoy as well. (laughs) So I like those bounty events. You might see me down there for at least one of those. On uh, Tuesday, June 4th, uh, event number 15, Pot Limit Omaha, eight, uh, high, low, eight or better. That's a $1,500 event. It's also the uh, event number 16 on June 4th is the eight-handed No Limit Hold'em event for $5,000. That's going to be a, a fun one if it's out of the price range for a few of our listeners. I love this one here on June 5th. I've played this one before. Event number 17, the No Limit Hold'em Deep Stack. So this is a two-day event. The buy-in is only $800, and you start with $40,000, uh, sorry, 40,000 chips with uh, one re-entry. And uh, that's a nice format. You've got some chips to play around with there. Um, even with the 30-minute levels, you're going to feel like you've got some room to play deep for a while, which is great. Um, also on Wednesday, June 5th, event number 18, this is the Pot Limit Omaha eight-handed event, $1,500 entry. Um, and event number 19 is also on June 5th. That's the Limit Hold'em Championship. That's that $10,000 event like we were talking about earlier. There was, an, there was a cheaper Limit Hold'em Championship uh, the week before. This one's for $10,000. Going into June 6th on Thursday, event number 20 is the Gladiators of Poker, No Limit Hold'em. This one has a $3 million guaranteed prize pool, and entry is only $300. Um, you've seen, you might remember this from previous years, the Gladiator event. There's two re-entries per flight, and people tend to come ready to fire if uh, memory serves. Joseph, did you have something there? Yeah, just they they ran that last year. Uh, the year prior, they did the housewarming because it was the first year there at uh, Paris Horseshoe um, or Bally's at the time. Um, so yeah, glad to see that they're bringing that Gladiator back because yeah, three hundred is is definitely a good price point. But like you said, people are ready to fire because they can re-entry. So just, <laughs> yes, you know, keep that in mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Kevin, did you have some there? Uh, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, like uh, Joseph was saying, it's, you know, it is the lowest buy-in uh, live race event offered on the schedule. And, you you know, I mean, if you can get on one board, that's, I'd be very impressed. But, uh, yeah, it's definitely one of the events that you, you, you sort of expect to have uh, multiple boards, you know, and uh, as you'll see, there's there's going to be four flights for this event. And like the um, mystery movie, that's on day one. 
Uh, again, if you get to below 15% of the field and then you know, if you bag chips, then you're, you'll have a, a decent payday and you'll have a chance to, um, you know, for an even bigger one later on. I mean, yeah, I think it was well over 20,000 entries last year and I expect more of the same uh, for 2024. Yep. It's just, it's just kind of the epitome of um, large field MTT play, you know, low buy-in, huge field, uh, huge prize pool compared to it, but very difficult to advance uh, with so many runners in it. But, you know, for 300 bucks, that's a good gamble. It's a good way to, let's see if I can win a bracelet for $300. And even if you have to rebuy uh, 600 bucks isn't um, isn't going to break the bank, I think, if you're being smart about it. And as Kevin says, there are four flights to this. So you could uh, play at the start of registration on day one, uh, on day 1A. And uh, if you bust, you could decide to rebuy right there. Or you could come back for day 1B or C or D and uh, start at the beginning again. Because I think with, um, let me just look at this, 30,000 chips and 30 or 40 minute levels uh you'll still have some playability there it's not going to be like the hyper turbo we were talking about earlier but um it will go those 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 blinds will go um so that's the gladiator um also on thursday june 6th we've got the high roller six-handed no limit event that's twenty-five thousand dollars to enter we've got event number 22 the limit deuce to seven low ball triple draw that's also six-handed that's a fifteen hundred dollar event on thursday june 6th another mixed game for our mixed game fans moving into friday june 7th there's the gladiators flight b there's the shootout no limit hold'em event this is event number 23a there will be a few different flights for this one it's a fifteen hundred dollar entry and the shootout format just means that you play your table down to one winner and then you if you're if you win your table you move on to the next round where you're matched up against everyone else who also whittled their table down to one so you don't consolidate tables until it's a shootout only one person can advance from each table which is kind of an interesting way of doing that a cool uh new format um and that one's fifteen hundred dollars and uh zero re-entries for that one so there are multiple day ones but you can still only play on uh, uh on any one is that right um kevin it says three levels or sell out for late reg what does that mean when we talk about late registration so in regarding the shootout one other thing to know is uh, there is going to be two flights for the shootout so if you play flight a and get eliminated you could play flight b which is uh later that Later on Friday. So, and regarding the free levels or style, so usually they set up a thousand seats. So it's 110 handed tables. So registration will go either through the first break, which is two hours of play, or if 1,000 seats have sold out. Got it. Okay. That makes sense because they have to have a fixed number. Yeah. That makes sense because it is shootout per table. Okay. And yes, it sounds like you can flight, you can. There's no re-entry per day, but if you bust flight one, you can play flight B. I Correct. just think something you said was a little confusing there, Jim. You said that yeah. you win your table, you go on and consolidate with the rest, but you just go to another shootout table. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's basically, yes. yeah take it. Um, yeah. So basically, if, if you figure there's a thousand players, there's a hundred tables, there's a hundred tables. Each table winner will will fit, will that will advance to day two and they, all 100 players will be in the money and there'll be another 10-handed shootout table at that point. And then 
all those those ten winners will come back for day three and they'll play to a winner. That's that's very cool. So you're you're gonna play against nine other players, and then you're gonna get to a new table. You're gonna get you're gonna play against nine different players, and if you win that, you're at the final table. Uh, right. well, we I just mean, call but, it the sit and go championship. Right. <laughs> that's it. Uh, uh, just once, I mean. It, we're, let's say we are going to expect two thousand players, two thousand total players. So day three should be twenty. So it should be twenty players, and they'll probably just play a standard tournament down to a winner. But okay, the, cool. The, the concept is you is you usually it's it's a thousand uh, to a hundred to ten to one. But that's very they're cool. Just that's doing cool. A slight, they're just doing a slight. You know, there'll be a little more. There'll be more players at the for the final day. I love it. I think that's a great. Uh, that's a cool format. That's awesome. Um, all right. So where were we here? That's on uh, Friday, June 7th. They also have the $10,000 event number 24 pot limit, Omaha, a uh, high, low eight or better. That's the big boy of that, um, of the mixed game, uh, $10,000 entry there on Friday, June 7th, there is the, oh, it's the second. Oh, okay. Right. I'm sorry. So it's the second flight of the shootout is that same day. So there's the one yes. at noon, and then the other one is at 7 p.m. So you get to find out uh, pretty quickly if you're going to make it into that one. That's cool. Um, on Saturday, June 8th, it is the Gladiators Flight C. There's also a $3,000 six-handed limit hold'em uh, event. That's event number 25. On Sunday, June 9th, it's uh, event 20D, the Gladiators Flight D. And then on event 26, the High Roller, No Limit Hold'em, eight-handed. That is $25,000. Another one to go and uh, see who see who's playing in that one and go catch some fun celebrities. Because uh, I don't think many of our audience is going to be ponying up twenty five grand. But if you are, uh, email me, jim at rec.poker. <laughs> Let's talk. Let's talk some staking opportunities. <laughs> um, all right, Sunday, June 9th, the big O. So five card PLO high low eight or better event. That's fifteen hundred dollars starting on that's event number twenty seven, starting at two p.m. Um, it's cool. We're seeing some of these different uh, mixed game varieties uh, coming out in the schedule this year, which is great. I know we're trying to. Uh, get more mixed games going. So Big O is a nice addition. Did, was there a Big O? Was Big O played last year, Kevin? Do you remember? Uh, yes, there was a. I believe the, the, it was a fifteen hundred uh, Big O last year. Awesome. Um, all right, Monday, June tenth, event number twenty eight is a freeze out no limit hold'em for fifteen hundred dollars. This one feels like another good uh, recreational friendly event. The freeze outs are good because the pros don't get to just fire, fire, fire away. And, uh, you know, guarantee themselves a, a, some chips going into it. And $1,500 is about as much as I think a lot of our recreational players feel comfortable putting down personally. And I, I'll let the group speak for themselves. But personally, 1500 bucks is about my limit. And it's a little irresponsible of me, to be honest with you. I probably should be playing in more of like the 600 to $1,000 um, brackets. But I can I can make 1500 work for the... World Series of Poker, so that's that's the that's kind of my threshold, and I do like the freeze outs because it's you know I've got as good a chance as anyone who's actually good at poker <laughs> of, uh, of making it through. So that's the way I like to think about that. Um, also on Monday the tenth, event number twenty nine. This is the Limit Deuce to Seven Low Ball Triple Draw Championship for ten thousand dollars. 
Moving into June 11th on Tuesday, event number 30, this is the Mixed No Limit Hold'em. So it's Pot Limit Omaha Deep Stack. This is another $600 entry tournament, so a fun way to dip a toe into some mixed events. And um, is this half the time it's No Limit Hold'em, half the time it's Pot Limit Omaha, Kevin? Is that how these ones work? Uh, it's usually an orbit of each. It's so basically play a hands of a hands of no limit, a hands of yellow, every and repeat. Okay, awesome. That sounds like a fun format. Um, also on Tuesday, June eleventh, event number thirty-one, six-handed no limit hold'em. That's a three thousand dollar entry with a forty thousand starting stack. Um, also on Tuesday, June eleventh, the seven card stud event, event number thirty-two. This one's only $1,500 with a $25,000 starting stack. Another great mixed game addition to the group. On Wednesday, June 12th, Pot Limit Omaha Deep Stack. This is a $30,000 starting stack tournament. And again, the entry is only $600. So there are two re-entries available. But uh, for $600 to get in there and compete for a bracelet, uh, Pot Limit Omaha feels like a good friendly game for some no limit hold'em players to experiment with. This one could be a lot of fun. And I like starting deep where you can kind of splash around a bit. Also on, uh, and of course, guys, just jump in anytime if you've got anything um, you want to share about some of these events. I'll just kind of keep rolling through unless I hear from yeah, you. Joseph? So, yeah, that that PLO is, is going to be brutal. I mean, just from you know, knowing the the temperature of, of PLO here, especially at the the Aria, I'm sure Ingram will be in that one. Oh, Hundo I'm Hundo sure will be Joey in that one. <laughs> yeah, that's that one's gonna be that one's gonna be busy. I think six hundred dollar bracelet PLO. Put those three together. That's that's yeah, a busy that'll, event. That'll be fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, going on from that. Um, also on June twelfth, uh, event number thirty four. This is another freeze out no limit hold'em event. A $2,500 entry, 35000 starting stacks, uh, no re-entry, as I say, for a freeze-out, which is a, a, a great format. Also on June 12th, uh, event number 35, this is the first horse tournament that we're seeing. This is a $1,500 entry um, where they'll be playing uh, the beautiful mixed game of horse, which is a variety of different mixed games. Uh, come check that one out. On Thursday, June 13th, we are just cruising through the schedule, gang. This is awesome. Um, Eight-handed, no-limit, hold'em, deep stack. This is an $800 entry, event number 36, for eight-handed, no-limit, hold'em, deep stack. This is a two-day event. There is one re-entry available. So that's also a pretty good event structure for recreational players. $800 to buy in, $40,000 starting stack, and... um, no limit hold'em. It's it's basically one re-entry is uh you know maybe the best way to do it where it's not a freeze out but it's not unlimited re-entries either. So um, it does kind of level the playing field a bit, which I like. Also on Thursday, June thirteenth, event number thirty-seven, the Big O Championship. So this is the ten thousand dollar version of that one we were just talking about earlier. And then on June 14th, uh, uh, regular players will be very familiar with event 38A. They call it the Monster Stack. No Limit Hold'em. This is Flight A. Um, This is a $1,500 entry with 50,000 starting chips. And the re-entry rules for this one are if you bust A, you can play B, 
which is an actually I really like the way uh, this runs. And if you're a recreational player and you only have fifteen hundred bucks, you can always just play one play flight A and uh, have the option to buy into to to B if you bust. Or you can kind of just decide to skip <laughs> skip day one or skip flight A and just play flight B so you know that that's the max you're going to have to put out there is that $1,500 entry. Kevin, this is a, a perennial favorite. You're going to get a lot of tweets about this one, if memory serves. Yes, that is very true. And uh, and and uh, people who are uh, looking closely will notice that there's actually a flight C this time for the Monster Sack. So uh, in previous years, you know, people would always say, you know, the joke was always, it was their re-entry in, in the monster stack, and I always tell them no. And then a couple of years ago, they decided to change that, <laughs> and like if you played A and busted, then you could play B. Now this time, this year, you can enter A, bust, and play flight B, bust, and then now you can play flight C. So you can you have a chance of free entries in the monster stack uh, that Friday, Saturday, and Sunday that that weekend. Thank you for clarifying. I did. I do see that flight C sneaking in down there. Um, so you're telling me I have a, if I want to, I can drop up to $4,500 playing in the monster stack. I'm not going to be restricted to just, <laughs> just right, 1500 yeah. <laughs> Right, exactly. And that, we will, we will see the third flight pop up again in, uh, in a weekend event, uh, relatively shortly. So for, uh, oh, cool. But nice. we'll so I, I like we'll get, it. We'll get to that soon enough. Yeah, hey, more flights. I mean, I like more flights. You know, as long as, like I say, it's the it's the unlimited reentry that um, that I think is kind of uh, puts a thumb on the scales between recreational and professional poker players. But I don't mind having one reentry or multiple flights. I think that's actually a nice way to to do it. Uh, and the monster stack. There we go. So that starts on Friday, June fourteenth. Um, also on Friday, June fourteenth, event number thirty nine, uh, the fifty thousand dollar high roller no limit hold'em eight handed event. So good luck, gentlemen and ladies. I think we'll just skip on past that one. Uh, also on Friday, June fourteenth, event number forty. This is the fifteen hundred dollar Raz event. So another great mixed game. People will be having some fun in that one. Um, uh, zero reentries uh, for that one as well. Um, Saturday, June 15th, there's the Monster Stack Flight B. And then there's a $1,500 mixed no limit hold'em hot limit Omaha double board bomb pot tournament. Now, Kevin, are you telling me that is is every hand of this tournament dealt out with bomb pots, with double board bomb pots? Uh, at least the pot, the pot limit Omaha part. I'm not sure about, to be honest, I'm not 100% certain. No limit will also be double board bomb pot, but that would definitely make it interesting if that's the case. It really sounds interesting. So the way they've written it up here, and again, folks, this is event number 41 on Saturday, June 15th. Mixed no limit hold'em, pot limit Omaha double board bomb pot. It does make it look as though it's just the pot limit Omaha hands that will be double board bomb pots. Uh, but what a cool format. Again, orbiting uh uh, uh alternating orbit by orbit between these two games that is an action game um for $1500 entry and there are two re-entries in this one so people are going to be splashing chips around quite a bit that's not for the faint of heart i don't think no i i agree uh, definitely and i think it, they definitely need two re-entries for this and you know the the double board bomb pots are definitely popular in various cash games around the around the US so uh oh, yeah. see it in a tournament format it it this is 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 certainly um it's certainly gonna be uh, gonna be fun to watch. Gamble, gamble, gamble. That's like a very interesting format. I kind of want to see. I hope they televise that one. That's gonna be like the the number of 
heartbreaks per hour on that one are going to be through the roof. That's just an action game. I, I'm, I, can't, I would never want to play in that, but I kind of want to see it. <laughs> Um, would, would that be similar to like a big anti game? Like, so everybody has to put in something for a bomb yes. pot. Yes, everyone puts in. I don't know. I, I don't know how many big blinds blind, but I think everyone will contribute to. So the it's bomb almost pot. like a big anti game where everybody anti's big. Yeah, like then, like a yeah. like anti up like the anti up format. Yeah. Okay. And then and then and there's two you know there's two boards. Um. You know, there'll be. I, I'm pretty sure they dealt. They deal five. They deal five cards for both. If I remember correctly. Yeah, and and no preflop action. So it's really right. interesting. So you're going in. Everyone anties essentially instead of playing blinds. Everyone anties something like four big blinds or something like that. Whatever the number is, and then they just deal out two flops, and that's when the betting starts. And so people get to the. People get post-flop with literally 100% of the range they've been dealt with because there is no pre-flop action. So hand-ranging is very difficult because they could have any two cards, literally any two cards. And so... Um, any four cards. Any four or any four cards. Oh, my God. Yeah. And when you think about all the different varieties of ways you can make hands in Pot Limit Omaha, it's like, boy, like, like I, yeah, I'm kind of curious. to. I want to know, I want to get some strategic tips on how to play this tournament. Maybe we'll have to ask some of our pros coming on the show over the next little while. What strategies to involve a tournament where literally half the hands you're playing are pot limit Omaha double board bomb pots? <laughs> yeah, I bet I bet Nathan would know. We have him on yeah. right? We're having Nathan on the show on Monday. Yeah. So let's talk. And they're and their hands that you can't fall pre-flop. Right. Right. Yes. <laughs> So very cool. Very cool. That's going to be a fun format. I'm looking forward to that. June 15th. Um, there's also on June 15th, event number 42. That's the seven card stud championship for $10,000. On Sunday, June 16th, uh, Monsters Stack Flight C. There's also the event number 43. This is a mixed event. Pot Limit Omaha High Low 8 or Better and Omaha high, low, eight or better, and big O. So this is a seven-handed tournament where we're, they'll be alternating between pot limit, Omaha, high, low, eight or better, Omaha, high, low, eight or better, and big O. Um, that's a $1,500 uh, entry, and it's a three-day event. Moving on to Monday, June 17th, there's a $2,000 No Limit Hold'em event. Uh, which is one rebuy. Um, and again, 2000, that's a little higher than I like to spend. Um, but if, if people are down there in sort of mid June, this does, you know, it is a nice uh, no limit hold'em. Start with 30,000 chips. Uh, levels are 40 minutes and then 60 minutes uh, late registration for the first 12 levels. Uh, also on Monday, June 17th, event number 45, this is the $10,000 horse championship. So this is the big boy uh, from the horse one we were talking about just before. On Tuesday, June 18th, the seniors event. This is the $1,000 No Limit Hold'em championship. You've got to be 50 years of age or older. And this is flight A. I can't believe they let 50-year-olds play in the seniors event, but they do. I've still got a few years to go. I need a little more salt in the pepper here, but I'm hot on your tail, everybody else, and I can't wait to uh, jump in one of these one of these years soon. 
everyone tells me the seniors event is like the most fun they have when they're down there for WSOP. I don't get it personally. Uh, a bunch of, you know, old fogies falling asleep before their four o'clock dinner. You know, I, I don't see it, but hey, everyone seems to be having a great time. I can't wait to to come join the fun myself. Um, Kevin, feels like this is just one of the events that people enjoy the most. Do you hear that as well, anecdotally? Uh, yeah, definitely. I, you know, I mean, a lot of these, a lot of these fifty plus, you know, they don't like playing with the quote unquote kids. Uh, so <laughs> you know, they like to play. They like to play with people of around their own age. Uh, yeah, and this is definitely one of the more popular events uh, on the on the WSB schedule. Um, yeah, you know, I could see, you know, it, you know, seeing six, seven thousand plus seniors uh, going at it. Um, it's definitely, it's definitely, it's definitely an interesting look when compared to other tournaments that you'll see on the week that you'll see on the weekends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this one's a uh, flight a, there is a flight B on um, uh, Wednesday, June 19th as well. And I, I, I'm joking, of course. Uh, uh, I think the seniors events are super fun. And I think um, some of, you know, outside of these uh, young guns that are GTO wizards coming out of it, I think, you know, so many of the great poker players of our generation are now 50 plus and playing in these. And so I don't think it's quite the soft seat that it used to be um, coming in to play the seniors event. A lot of our, uh, you know, the poker godfathers and godmothers are playing in these events right now. So uh, one day, one day I'll get there Uh, a few years from now. I can't wait. On Tuesday, June 18th, event number 47. This is the $100,000 entry high roller, no limit hold'em. I think we can skip past that one. Um, Also on June 18th, this is on Tuesday, event number 48. This is a $1,000 pot limit Omaha eight-handed event with two re-entries. Again, $1,000 for uh, the chance to go play for a ring, pot limit Omaha. That seems like a fun one. On Wednesday, June 19th, there's Flight B for the seniors. And then there's also event number 49, the $3,000 No Limit Hold'em Freeze Out. Uh, starts with 40,000 chips. And again, a little a little pricey for my blood, but um, I do love those Freeze Out No Limit Hold'em uh, cha- uh, championships. So that one will be fun. The last one on June 19th is event number 50. This is the $10,000 Raz Championship. Starting on June 20th, my birthday, by the way, it's very convenient of you guys, Kevin, to hold the World Series of Poker during my birthday every year. It makes me feel like uh, like a real VIP. I get to come down and be fed exactly. and uh, get a chance to win a bracelet on my birthday. That's pretty cool. So thank you for making that happen. Um, the uh, The first event. Oh, man, this one's got my name written all over it, too. This is the Super Turbo Bounty No Limit Hold'em Freeze Out. This is a $1,500 event. The previous Super Turbo Bounty was a 1,000 event where the where the bounty was 300. This is a $1,500 event where the bounty is 500. This is another one-day event. It's a Super Turbo. It's going to go fast. The levels are 20 minutes, and you only start with 25,000 chips. But Event 51, Super Turbo Bounty No Limit Freeze Out, that is a fun one to get in there for 1500 bucks in battle. But do yeah. not enter yeah, it, if you're worried about, like, if you're not, if, you, if you're at all afraid about getting your chips in, do not enter this tournament because you cannot afford to just sit there and wait for hands. You got to dance, baby. So uh, if yeah. you're ready to dance, then fire away. And, and, and one other thing, I also like this particular event because this is the one event that I have my WSP cash in. Yeah. 
So I like this event. This will probably be, this will probably be event I'll first on Quay this year. Yeah. There you go. And, and very kind of you again to have it on my birthday. I appreciate that. I've always wanted to win a bracelet on my birthday. So um, sounds like we're in for some luck there. Um, also on the fantastic day of June 20th is event number 52. This is a $5,000 entry, six-handed, no limit hold'em event. Um, I think the last event on the 20th is event number 53. This is a $3,000 mixed game, the nine-game mix. This will be played seven-handed, uh, with just a whole bunch of mixed games and uh, one re-entry available. All right, it's Friday, June 21st. It's time for event 54, The Millionaire Maker. Another old favorite. This is a $1,500 entry with one re-entry. Sorry, yeah, $1,500 buy-in with one re-entry per flight. Um, and there are, let me see, A, B, C... This is another three yep. flight event. Is that right, Kevin? Yes, yes. Uh, this year, this year they've added the third flight for the millionaire maker. So it, there's there should be no problem getting the uh, pri- the first place prize guaranteed at millionaire. It should be well over that. That's amazing. Yeah. So it's a one million dollar guaranteed for first place. It's a five day event. Uh, regular listeners and players will know this is one of those massive events that people get excited for those june weekend events that people fly down to vegas just to play um and that's the millionaire maker for 1500 bucks the starting chips are twenty five thousand and one hour levels uh also on friday june 21st event 55 if you have a quarter million dollars and you'd like to compete for a bracelet why not try the super high roller no limit hold'em three-day event all it costs to enter is $250,000, and um, you even get one re-entry available. If things don't go your way in the first couple orbits, you can buy in again for another quarter million. Um, so go search around in the co- co- uh, couch cushions, folks. You never know if this is your year. <laughs> also on Friday, June 21st. Yeah, Joseph. Flashing around, you get $1.5 million in starting chips. Yeah, great point. Look yeah, one point five around million. all day, Jim. That's, that's true. <laughs> I could probably fold. I could fold forever if I start with a one point five million dollars starting chips. Great catch, Joseph. You're not going to see that kind of starting stack for a lot of these tournaments. That's amazing. Um, also on Friday, June twenty first is event number fifty six. This is a twenty five hundred dollar entry for the mixed triple draw lowball limit. So deuce to seven, ace to five, and Badoogie, that's going to be another fun one uh, in our mixed game series for $2,500 entry. On Saturday, June 22nd, there's Flight B for the Millionaire. There's a $10,000 Super Turbo Bounty No Limit Hold'em. So that one is a 3000 bounty on every player. It's a one-day event, and it's just it's the $10,000 entry. It's the big daddy of those super turbo bounty events because uh, we did a, we saw a 1000 and a 1500 earlier this is the 10000 Sunday June 23rd uh flight C of the millionaire maker there's also event number 58 the $50,000 entry poker players championship this is a seven-handed five-day event uh, with a series of mixed games um, again, I don't think many of our players will be playing in it, but if you do, you start with $300,000 in your chip stack 
and 100 minute levels. So that's going to be uh, that's going to be a fun tournament to watch and see some of the cream rise to the cr- uh, to the top there. On Monday, June 24th, event 59. If you enjoyed the seniors event, you're going to love the super seniors event. This is a $1,000 entry to the No Limit Hold'em uh, super seniors event. 20,000 starting chips, one re-entry, and uh, 60-minute levels. This is a four-day event, uh, but only one starting day, and that day is Monday, June 24th. And you have to be 60 years of age uh, or older to play in this one. 50 for the seniors, 60 for the super seniors. Um, Also on Monday, June 24th, event number 60, this is a $3,000 No Limit Hold'em event. Uh, It's a four-day event. You start with 40,000 chips, and you get one re-entry. We have another mixed game on Monday, June 24th. This is the Omaha High-Low 8 or Better and the 7-Card Stud High-Low 8 or Better. It's eight-handed. It costs $2,500 to enter. There is one rebuy, and that's a three-day event. That's event number 61. Moving on to Tuesday, June 25th, event 62, is the Poker News Deep Stack Championship No Limit Hold'em. This is another fantastic value event, and I love that Poker News is getting their name in here as well. So this is 10 a.m. on June 25th, $600 buy-in, one re-entry. You start with 30,000 chips, and the levels are 40 minutes and then 60 minutes. So this is a great opportunity to come compete for a ring, 600 bucks. You do have a chance for one rebuy. And um, Kevin, what is it about uh, this event? Do, do, do the, does the winner get an internship at Poker News or something? Or how does that work? Uh, yes, there is. There with uh, uh, by Poker News. So they're, they're going to be doing some uh, leaderboards. They have deep sack tournaments. And we would see top uh, top ten players each uh, daily deep stacks, which will be uh, from the two uh, one p.m. two hundred fifty p.m. four hundred and eight p.m. two hundred hour tournaments. Uh, players in those events will be for by cash. And uh, if I recall correctly, it's going to be the top ten each week. will be an end. Oh, all right. Um... Kevin, you were cutting in and out there a little bit, but it sounds like what you're saying is that the dailies, uh, the WSOP dailies are going to be having a leaderboard and every week the top 10 performers are going to win an entry into the $600 bracelet event. Is that right? That is. How cool. I love that. Good for them. Good for them. And good for Poker News for uh, for uh, for giving that a go. That's fantastic. Um, the other event on Tuesday, June 25th, is the $1,500 No Limit Deuce to Seven Low Ball Draw. That's seven-handed, and uh, there are two re-entries allowed into that one. Uh, moving on to Wednesday, June 26th. This is another fantastic-looking tournament. Look at this. $600 entry, No Limit Hold'em Deep Stack, and there's one re-entry. So another one of these very recreational friendly events. You start with 30,000 chips, only 30-minute levels, but uh, you get one re-entry. And again, that's event number 64 on Wednesday, June 26th, a $600 No Limit Hold'em deep stack event. That sounds like some great value. Um, also on Wednesday, June 26th, event number 65, 
This is the Seniors High Roller No Limit event. This is $5,000 to enter. You get a healthy $50,000 starting stack, and there are no re-entries. So, uh, again, 50-plus, I think, for this one, right, Kevin? Yes, and uh, this is a new event for 2024. We've seen seen the uh, win have uh, $10,000 Senior High Roller events. So, it was basically that you would see it. The WSP also uh, and another event for uh, the 50 plus crowd. Awesome! Well, way to go, guys. That's uh, a great way to um, to meet some rec- some senior players with uh, with their bankroll requirements. I love that. Um, also, that day, event number 66 on June 26th is a ten thousand dollar pot limit Omaha championship. On June 27th, on Thursday, event number 67. Um, regular uh, players will remember the Salute to Warriors event, where the proceeds are donated to the USO and other veterans organizations. You do not have to be a veteran to play in this event. I just want to remind folks there was some confusion over the last couple of years. This uh, this event benefits uh, the USO, but it's open to everyone. This is a $500 no-limit hold'em event. You start with 50,000 chips in 40-minute levels. So this is a pretty deep event with one re-entry available. Um, it's a three-day event. That's event 67, Salute to Warriors. On Thursday, June 27th, event number 68 is a $2,500 entry, the No Limit Hold'em, a three-day event. There is one re-entry available for this, starting with $35,000, uh, 35,000 chips and 40- to 60-minute levels. On Thursday, June 27th, there's also event number 69, a $1,500 buy-in, seven-card, stud, high-low, eight-or-better event, um, starting with 25,000 chips and uh, zero re-entries. That's a freeze-out. On June 28th, it's another Friday, which means it's time for another amazing Friday tournament or weekend tournament. This one is the Colossus. This will be, again, one of the lowest entry events available to go compete for a bracelet. This is Flight A. This is event number 70A on June 28th. It's a $400 entry. Amazing. One re-entry per flight. You start with 40,000 chips and 40-minute levels. So the Colossus, this is another one where you're going to see a lot of people play. There's going to be large fields here, and people are not going to be afraid to uh to fire more than once this is one where if you can make it on one bullet great but don't be afraid to fire again because this field is going to be massive and um uh kevin i'm pretty sure you're going to get some tweets about this one too that's typically how this goes uh yeah definitely definitely one of the bigger you know this is an event that if you don't register in advance you may be stuck in line to get your to uh get your seat at the table um yeah, it's you know it's definitely again with the uh, four hundred hour buy-in, it's definitely fits pretty much everyone's uh, bankroll, and you know there's going to be uh, many opportunities to uh, enter or re-enter as needed, um, and this is also this is also a uh, free free opening flights for the uh, classes. You know, in the past, I think the original classes was six, but uh, it's sort of it's you know it's been gone from six to two to four, and this year it's going to be three. Okay. And so for each flight, um, you can enter and then you get one re-entry opportunity per flight. So you could fire up to six times at this, 
one one reentry per flight. Correct. All right, fantastic. Um, also on June twenty eighth is the ladies No Limit Hold'em uh, Championship. This is a ten. It's a one thousand dollar entry for ladies and a ten thousand dollar entry for everyone else. I guess the way to say that is it's a ten thousand dollar entry. Uh, women have a discounted price of one thousand um, dollars. This is a uh, one reentry event, sixty minute levels. Your one thousand dollars gets you twenty thousand um, starting chips. Uh, which is fewer than some of the other tournaments, but the 60-minute levels is nice. That does give you a lot of time uh, in between blind increases. So it's not all about the starting stack. Uh, People look at the starting stack numbers and make judgments, but really the level duration and the structure, which blind levels are skipped and which ones aren't, that uh, has has, as much to do with uh, the duration of the tournament as the actual starting stack. So this is a four-day event, and I'm sure we'll see a bunch of uh, fantastic folks coming out for that on Friday, June 28th. The other June 28th uh, tournament is event number 72, the No Limit Deuce to Seven Low Ball Draw Championship. That's seven-handed. That's a $10,000 entry. So good luck with that, everybody. Um, On to Saturday, June 29th, it's Flight B for the Colossus. And then there's also a $25,000 entry for the High Roller Pot Limit Omaha. That's event number 73. On Sunday, June 30th, uh, the Colossus Flight C, that is the last day for the Colossus. So it's an opportunity to get your last bullet in for $400. And then also on Sunday, June 30th, is event number 74. This is a $10,000 entry to the seven-card stud High-Low Eight or Better Championship event. Starting on Monday, July 1st, this is one of my favorite events, and not just because it's being held on Canada Day, A. Eh? Uh, on July 1st, you can play the Tag Team event. This is a No Limit Hold'em freeze-out, uh, two-person teams, and you and your partner have to sign up together. You have to register together. You both have to be there with your ID. It's $500 each is how you get to $1,000 for the team. And this is going to start with $20,000 starting stack and one hour levels. Um, Kevin, I've played this in the past. Such a fun event. Um, The way this one runs is you and your partner can alternate whenever you wish, but one of you each have to play at least one orbit or you have to pay the blinds at least once. Do you recall exactly what the requirement is for that? Yeah, it's basically a small and big blind. That's the uh, minimum each Yeah. Both partners have to play before the close of the registration. Got it. Okay. Um, and even, so you can both register in advance, even if one of you can't make it uh, for the first several hours of the tournament. As long as you register in advance together, one person can play for the first you know, several hours, as long as both players have played uh, their blinds before the end of registration. And because this event is uh, because this event is alternating players, there are no breaks. You can just take a break whenever you want by taking a break and having your partner sit in for you. So there's no breaks. This is also my favorite event to rail because we talk about all these other high limit events where the pros that you want to talk to are playing. They're playing, but they're focused at the table and they're playing for huge sums of money. In the tag team event, most of the people that you want to hang out with, they're playing with a partner. So half the time they're playing, half the time they're just standing there in the aisle like you 
railing their buddy or railing other people playing. So it's a great opportunity to come and just talk to poker people because they're not playing. They're standing there, hanging out, having fun. It's by far the most sort of collegial, fun atmosphere on the rail for any of these tournaments. That's the tag team on Monday, July 1st. So I'd encourage everyone to go check that out. And um, if you're if you're looking for a partner, uh, go post in our Rec Poker forums because we'll do a little mix and match function in the forums there where people that are looking for other serious but fun people to play with uh, find a partner here at Rec Poker and uh, win a bracelet. I mean, it's such a cool, such a cool format. I love it. Um, also on July 1st, the Mystery Bounty. This is a $10,000 entry, um, but that one's going to be a lot of fun. Another Mystery Bounty, which is going to be... Uh, I really like that format, so that'll be cool. Um, and then the last event on Monday, July 1st is the Mixed Big Bet event. That's a six-handed um, $2,500 entry with two re-entries available. Then we are on to July 2nd. Uh, this is where the main event satellites will begin. So uh, the main event satellite days are July 2 through 7, and there will be an assortment of different satellites. Uh, Kevin, what's the different range or format that these tend to be? I won't hold you to it specifically for this year, but in the past, what kind of different kinds of satellites can people enter? Uh, well, I mean, there is actually going to be a, a what, what some would consider a major change in the satellites. You know, people used to, you know, remember when they would play a satellite and basically Let's say there's a let's say it's a hundred players in the satellite and they're playing for ten seats. You basically would play down to your final ten, and you know that 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 would determine the, the winners. Uh, yes. the winners of the seats. This time they're 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 using what's called the well people will know mostly know as uh, milestone satellites. Where, oh you know, yeah, but this but the, the WSP is calling it landmark satellites. So it's basically. Okay. If you get to a certain number of ships, then you win your seat automatically, and you're done. Hmm. And and uh, they'll basically play down until they award uh, as many seats as players left. Amazing. Um, and actually, so we. It... No, yeah, I, I like that. I was gonna say I like that new format. We actually just recorded a, a forums edition of the podcast that's going to come out on February 27th in just a couple of weeks. Just talking about the difference between the milestone format and the original um, last longer format for the for the satellite. So I think this is a good this is a good adjustment, and I think this is going to be good for the game. I'm excited to see how this comes along. Uh, this is the first year they're doing that, right? As a WSP, yes, and uh, yeah, you know the the, the uh, satellites uh, uh, price points are the same as previous years. Uh, you'll you'll see um, from one forty five, which will get you into a an eleven hundred dollar mega, all the way up to uh, two thousand two hundred dollar megas for ten thousand dollar seats, or or ten thousand uh, ten thousand dollar seats. Cool. And you all also right. and the, the milestone satellites. Uh, I'm sorry, the landmark satellites will also be used for the various. Uh, uh, daily, there'll be daily uh, mega satellites and also satellites into the bigger buying events. Uh, the, which are usually you'll see um, five eighty or eleven hundred dollar satellites into the bigger mixed game events or no limit events. Those will be available uh, daily. Interesting. So even some of these like high roller events, um, you might be able to satellite yourself into for a more reasonable uh, outlay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. I like that. And um, 
as Kevin's saying, there's actually different levels of these that you can enter into. You can start at the lowest possible step or level with, you know, a hundred bucks or 150 bucks and play against a bunch of people to get a more expensive satellite ticket. Then maybe you only have to play against five or 10 people to win your seat. Um, or you can just buy directly into that uh, more expensive satellite level and, um, and play against fewer players with a more expensive ticket. So they really have a bunch of different ways for lots of different people to satellite into these events, um, which is a great way to, uh, for recreational players like us to have some, to have some, some fun and excitement, even though, you know, the, the, the poker advice out there is you shouldn't really play satellites unless you're like, you really should just buy your way into the event um, from an ROI point of view. But uh, for player for recreational players like us, you know we're not we're not forking out ten thousand dollars to play the main event. I think it's perfectly fine to uh, to throw your hat in the ring in a satellite and see if you can um, see if you can win your your way in as well. Um, on Tuesday, July second, this is where event seventy eight kicks off. This is the mini main. So this is a one thousand dollar entry. You start with the same 60,000 chips that the main event will start with, uh, but the levels are shorter. Uh, the main event has two-hour levels. The mini main only has 30-minute levels. And I do wish they would make these 60-minute levels just because it's the mini. They call it the mini main. I would love it for it to, for, for them to give you more time uh, per level with these, with the deeper stacks. I think that would be a really uh, powerful adjustment for them to make. So that it so that it mimics the main event structure a little more closely. The 30-minute levels, obviously, I mean, no one's turning their nose up at 30-minute levels, but it's not the same kind of rich experience that some of the longer levels have here. Um, but starting with 60,000 chips, that means you get a couple of those little green babies, those little baby avocados, um, which you're not going to get in a lot of these other tournaments. So I do like that one. And that is a freeze-out, uh, mimicking the main event like that, which is great. Um, also on July 2nd, uh, there's the High Roller Pot Limit Omaha. That's a $50,000 event with two re-entries available. <laughs> on yeah, Wednesday. yeah, if you need it, you know, if you're the kind of yeah. guy that, you know, <laughs> wants to fight. if you need it, just it's available. It's available. <laughs> um, on July 3rd, Wednesday, event number 80. This is the Independence Day celebration. No limit hold on. This is a uh, flight A. For $800, the flight B is the next day. And this is $800. You get 40,000 starting flight, uh, starting chips, 30-minute levels, and there is one re-entry available per flight. So another one of these no-limit hold'em bracelet events for less than $1,000 starting on July 3rd. This seems like a good one for recreational players to circle, and uh, that one could be a lot of fun. Is this a new event yes. as well, the Independence Day one? Yes, this is yes. I was I was about to uh, chime in there. Yes, this is a new event for 2024. I think it's just sort of like, you know, people coming to town or coming in for the May event. You know, they want to get something. You know, this could be a, a you know an event they could consider as well. Playing this, you know, getting, getting some practice. You know, get, you know if they haven't been there all summer, you know, sort of getting used to the environment around the uh, World Series of Poker. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, a, a nice low price point. Yeah, I love it. I think that's a great way to do it. Um, and then July 3rd, that is also a time for the main event, day 1A. 
uh, $10,000 entry, but you already knew that. 60,000 starting chips and two-hour levels with no re-entry. Um, this is day 1A on Wednesday, July 3rd. 1B is on Thursday. 1C is on Friday. And then the granddaddy of them all, day 1D, will be on uh, Saturday, July 6th. Um, day 1D tends to be the bigger field um, because people show up you know, ready to, to, to roll into day two. Um, so they, I see what they're doing in here is on Sunday, July 7th, they'll day, they'll do day two ABC. So they consolidate, uh, the surviving players from the first three day ones, and then they'll do day two D the next day. And they don't actually consolidate the entire field until day three, just because the the field size for day one D tends to be so much larger than the others. Kevin, is this um is this one of those events where they may go ten handed uh, on day one D if they don't have enough tables available for that large field? Uh, that's always a possibility. I mean, hopefully it won't happen because I know a mm. lot of people get upset. They want to play one D, but then they also ask me if it's going to be ten handed. So right, it's like a, it's like one. Of the, it's the great answer in poker is it depends. <laughs> yeah. If everyone decides to play one D, you know, even though we have a lot more tables than you know in the past, um, it's always a possibility because you know it's sort of like depending on dealer, you know, space available dealers, um, how many people decide to register. But it's you know that's sort of what right, we give players four days to take part, and that's you know right. A A is definitely you expect A is going to be the smallest field of the four. Um, you know, and you would definitely be guaranteed nine hand to play at that for that um for that day of me event. And you know, yeah. probably for B and C as well. But it's just everyone likes to if there's an event that has multiple flights, the last one's always gonna be the biggest. Yep. And I would just encourage folks, you know, if you're thinking about playing the main this year, um, you know, day one A is on Wednesday. And though you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, those are the cheap nights to stay in Vegas anyway. So get down early, give yourself a couple extra nights, get acclimatized, get comfortable. You're not going to play the main event very frequently in your life. So get comfortable, get rested, get ready and um, play one of play, you know, a, day one, a B or C and give yourself that kind of experience where you're not jammed in with all the other uh, people on, on day one D uh, and, and enjoy that experience and, and just make sure that you get there with plenty of time and that you're, you're ready to go and in your best mindset, Joseph. And just one thing, if you're not kind of looking at the, at the math, if you will, you can register until, you know, through seven levels, they only play five levels on day one. So you can actually register day two. You know, if you're running later or whatever the case may be, but, um, and you're not going to get blended out at that point either because of the structure of the two hour levels. That's a great point. Kevin, I think it was last year that they started allowing people to buy into day two directly. Is that right? Or the year before? Uh, no, it was, no, they, they've been doing it for a few years. Uh, when they when they when it when they added uh the when it went to seven levels. It's you know, when they had seven levels of late registration. It's been there's been times where you could actually register before the start of day two. Uh, I think that was like the deadline. You know, it used to be three levels, then it moved to five and now it's seven. The, the past few years that's been the case but i think there's definitely people that sort of don't want to what like people who don't want to play day 1a if they play 1a then they're sort of in a bag 
and they're there for four, four more days. So it's sort of right. like, you know, it, when they got nothing to do. So it's sort of, you know, there's definitely people that like the option of basically max light regging and showing up into day two, with basically with about a third of the field eliminated. Yeah. And Kevin, can you choose which day two to buy into? Yes, you can. Yeah, when you register, you can specify which flight you would like to play. Okay, and that so that is also the that's also the case for any of the multi-flight events. You can pick when you register. You you have the option. And and just to clarify, even for the day two, if you're if you're registering into day two, you can choose which which flight. Uh, well, usually they the way it's done is they usually say you can usually just register for two A or two B. Um, you usually just open up registration for 2A, and then when that that's closed, that's when the that's when 2B is available. Interesting. Okay, great. Thank you. That's great clarification. And if you are watching along on YouTube, you'll see that you know on Wednesday, June, July third, there's the uh, Independence Day celebration. There's the main event, Day One A. There's really nothing else happening that week. There are literally Saturday, July sixth is the next independent event that's the one thousand dollar entry to event number 82 which is the no limit hold'em two-day event so there's really let me see here like thursday friday saturday uh uh the july 4th 5th and 6th if you're not in the main or in the independence day celebration there's not much going on right there so that would be a good those would be good days to play cash or to try and satellite into something um, but you're right. There is kind of a hole in the uh, schedule there for some of these other events while everyone's focusing on the main. Uh, Joseph? Right. Yeah. Just you hit it right there, Jim. You can obviously do the, the cash games that are there. But while you're in Vegas, the win usually has their summer series. Mm. Uh, MGM will, MGM Grand will have their summer series. So you'll see, you know, four or five casinos or poker rooms that are going to have different tournaments as well because again you know not everyone's going to be playing every event every day right there's definitely plenty to do during that wall (laughs) i believe it uh yeah there's gonna be there's gonna be a ton of poker in las vegas during the summer uh like you said you know uh the win mgm grand um aria orleans golden nugget uh, maybe we may see Resorts World this year uh, drop mm. a spread, schedule in there, but um, I will I will put in a plug. Um, you know, with my my employer, uh, the Hendon Mop Local Poker Index. The past couple of years, we've done we've had a website called SummerInVegas.com, and that basically details all the events that are going on in Las Vegas during the summer. So it's sort of like your one stop shop to see what. You know, we, we basically give some, you know, uh, general information about what's going on each day. So, uh, you know, you can you can sort of plan around uh, you can you're playing your schedules around that. I love it. And Kevin, that's so that's showing the different venues and the different events going on day by day, regardless of whether it's WSOP uh, or otherwise. It's just these are the events that are happening in Las Vegas during that time. Is that right? Yes. Yep. Summer. Yep. Summer in day. It's uh, you know, I, I I definitely do my part to uh, help create you know add the schedules as they're as they're um, as they get announced. You know, with the uh, World Series of Poker schedule being announced, that means we're going to start seeing the other uh, rooms around. You know, the niche was there was one I forgot. They'll start announcing their schedules in March and April. Right. Okay. 
Um, and what's the what's the website address again, Kevin, in case people want to go check that out? www.summerinvegas.com. All right, cool. So go check that out. And uh, I know other people have spreadsheets and uh, other tools for tracking that kind of information, but it sounds like you can find it all in one place there. Um, all right, so let's just close out the schedule here. Uh, I mentioned on uh, Saturday, July 6th, event number two, uh, event number 82. That's the $1,000 entry to the No Limit Hold'em bracelet event. Um, on Sunday, July 7th, this is uh, event day two ABC for the main. And then also uh, there's a $1,500 eight game mix championship. That's event number 83 on July 7th. Also on Sunday, July 7th, a $600 No Limit Hold'em Ultra Stack. This is a $60,000 starting uh, stack with 30 to 40 minute levels and two re-entries per flight. Again, $600 uh, entry, $60,000 starting stack, payouts every flight, and the ultra stack, event number 84A. Uh, there will be another flight uh, later in that week. On Monday, July 8th, event number 85, this is the $1,000 flip and go. What a crazy event this is. So people know this is um, you start at a table with 900 with nine other players. You play a pineapple style hand. Uh, everyone's all in on the first hand and only one player will advance to the next stage of the tournament. This is kind of similar to a shootout in that way, except it all happens in one hand. Once you do advance, then uh, you sort of restart on day two. Everyone's already made the money and it plays as a conventional tournament from there on in. It is a fun tournament. It's a obviously when you do make day two, you're playing in a pretty soft field. Because you're only there with the 10% of the luckiest people who wanted to gamble the heck out of their thousand dollars to play the flip and go. <laughs> so it's a weird, it's a weird format because there's no skill involved in the first vetting of the field. Um, so you get a lot of people in there who A decided to come to Vegas and flip for a thousand dollars. So that's probably good people to be playing poker against. And B, not even the most skilled players. And I can attest to that because this is my very first WSOP cash was in the flip and go several years ago. <laughs> and uh, Kevin, you were there that day. I remember. I was. Uh, yes, I was. I was going to bring up if you weren't that <laughs> that was uh, your first cash was in that in that particular event. And and, and I should note there there are people that will be playing that will be attempting multiple dozens of times. Yes. to get to that to get in the flips. To get to to get to uh, day two, uh, you know, you forced you were able to do it one. There was definitely people uh, a couple of years ago that did twenty plus times and didn't get to day two. So they were yes, uh, no, they were the unforced. They were the unlucky ones. They were yeah. I got I I just I I'd done pretty well earlier. Um, I'm not sure what it was exactly. I think I'd it wasn't in a bracelet event, but I'd done a decent cash in something down there, and I'd been doing well in the cash tables. Uh, so I decided just to fire a thousand dollars into it just for fun. And I did get through on the first hand. Um, and then on day two, when I was redrawn, um, David Williams was at my table and I think he had fired something like 23 or 24 bullets yeah. to get into it. Uh, we did the math and he had to place fourth 
in the tournament just to break even on his on his entries or something crazy like that. Um, but yeah, so you never know who's going to be at that table when you make it through. But it is a, it is a fun event, and it is a good. Um, you'd you'd think it's got to be a softer field in the money than it would be for most of these. So that's kind of a cool uh, uh, a cool way of doing it. Uh, so that's the flip and go on Monday, July eighth. Um, and then on better, uh, Monday, I hope they sorry. know there's a typo. There was a typo at the end of that that says the restart will be on June 9th. Oh, but I think they probably mean July 9th, don't they? Kim? I think they probably do. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you, know, you know, you know what, Kim? That's a, actually I just noticed that myself, and that's the first time I saw that. So I feel. <laughs> <laughs> um I, I i would hope someone else has been proofreading these so it will actually is that when they release the official official schedule right yeah now we've got Let's something so. to flag for it <laughs> way to go it'll picky get, kim don't get, get fixed in the in the weeks between now and the yeah. dice, you know the start of their speed that will that will be fixed yeah by the time this gets to a printed version i think they'll have that all taken care of <laughs> yes uh, good, good catch kim uh, good catch yeah, thank you thank you kim um, so again, on Monday, July 8th, again, that's day 2D for the main event. So that's the last of everyone who survived day 1D. And then also uh, the Ultra Stack Flight B is um, also on Monday, July 8th. On Tuesday, July 9th, event number 86, this is the $1,000 Mystery Bounty Pot Limit Omaha Flight A. Um, every player is a bounty, it says here. So, uh, Kevin, does that mean that the bounties start uh, at the beginning of the tournament? Or is it, again, you have to sort of wait to day two to get into your uh, bounty pool? No, I, the way I'm reading that, yeah, I would say everyone's a bounty. I would think what they would do, Ben, uh, I don't think we've seen, I don't think I've seen the structure sheets please yet. I would assume if players that make day two, they'll have, they'll recalibrate the bounty pool. Mm. And what's you know, and then they'll they'll have mystery bounties from that point. That makes sense, because um, it's hard to it, until you know how many runners you have. It's hard to really nail down the distribution of the bounties and how to consolidate them into greater greater bounty prizes. Right, I, like I would expect I would expect to be like maybe a hundred hours or maybe like two hundred hours. Yeah, on day, day one. one bounties, and then after that is you'll have have a, a larger bounties available. Okay, perfect. That makes sense. And there are two re-entries per flight uh, for that one. This is flight A. Um, on Tuesday, July 9th, it's also main event day three. This will be the first time that all the fields are combined into one uh, field. On Tuesday, July 9th, it's also uh, event number 87, the eight-handed No Limit Hold'em. This is a $5,000 entry, which honestly I think might be the toughest fields in the series the toughest fields have to be these like between 3000 and 5000 where they're more expensive than the low entry events but they're not the 10000 mains that everyone's getting satellited into these are really the 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 pro fields i think are these 3000 to 5000 dollar events i haven't played in any so this is just conjecture on my point but um you know with the more expensive events you get a bunch of people satelliting in which is something that helps at least soften that field a bit um I'll be curious to see what how, how that one goes. Uh, Wednesday, July 10th, there's Flight B for the Pot Limit Omaha Mystery Bounty. It's also day four for the main event. And there's also event number 88. This is a $10,000 entry to the eight-game mixed championship. On Thursday, July 11th, 
There's the Mid Stakes Championship Flight A. This is no limit hold'em. It's a three thousand dollar entry with forty thousand chips and a one hour duration levels. Uh, one re-entry per flight, and it looks like there are two flights for this Mid Stakes Championship No Limit Hold'em. Is this a new yeah. one as well? Yes, uh, yes. This is a uh, this is a new event for 2024. I think a lot of people will see. There's a lot of events that are 1500 under and 5000 over. The the, the 2000 2500 3000 is there's definitely there's definitely you could you would expect it to bring more events in that price point. And I think that's why they're doing this uh, mid stakes championships. Mm-hmm. People, are, you know, there's a lot of people that, you know, they don't really want to play the lower buying events, but they don't really want to play the bigger buy. They, they want something in that two to three K range. And I think that's what they're, they're, they're satisfying that with this uh, championship event. Yeah. It looks like it. That's kind of that range we were just talking about where it's, you know, you're above the low stakes, but you're below the the main stuff. So there you go. That's event number 89A. Um, also on Thursday, July 11th, there's day five of the main event. There's also event number 90. This is a $1,500 six-handed pot limit Omaha event. Um, the last event on Thursday, July 11th is event number 91, a $3,000 horse tournament. Um, and then on Friday, July 12th, there's Flight B for the Mid-Stakes Championship. There's Day 6 for the main event. And the only other event on Friday, July 12th is the $50,000 High Roller No Limit Hold'em event, where, again, you start with 300,000 chips. And there is one re-entry available in case people are curious. On Saturday, July 13th, Event number 93, the Lucky Sevens, No Limit Hold'em, Seven-Handed Flight A, payouts every flight. The guaranteed for first place is $777,777. The entry is $777. Unlimited re-entries for this one. You start with 40,000 chips and the blinds go up every 30 to 40 minutes. There's been an event like this, uh, the 888 or the Lucky Sevens for a while. Is this just sort of like the next version of that one, Kevin? Uh, yeah, yeah. It used to be, uh, yeah, it was 888 at the beginning. And then uh, a couple of years ago, they they moved it down. To, well, I don't know, they moved it down. They just made the they rebranded to 777 and used that, yeah. that price point. But uh, yeah, it's definitely, you know, it's 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 definitely a popular event in the later, you know, in that uh, post limit of, of the WSOP is, uh, you know, people have busted the main and, you know, they're kind of using this as a summer saver. Yeah, I see that. And it is, you know, now we're starting to see a few more events coming around now that the main is down to day four, day five. Um, there's There are more uh, bracelet events coming out. So that's one of them. Uh, that is the day, that's flight A. There is a flight B as well for the Lucky Sevens. Uh, but flight A is on Saturday, July 13th. That's also day seven for the main event. And there's also on J- Saturday, July 13th, a uh, $10,000 six-handed No Limit Hold'em championship. On Sunday, July 14th, there's flight B for the uh, Lucky Sevens. There's the main event playing down to nine-handed. 
And then this is also one of my favorite. Uh, I haven't actually played this tournament, but this seems like such a fun format. I'd like to play in this one. Event number 95 on July 14th, the Poker Hall of Fame Bounty No Limit Hold'em event. So this is uh, the entry is $1,979 to signify the year 1979 when the Poker Hall of Fame uh, was was begun. You start with 30,000 chips, 40-minute levels, and there is unlimited rebuys for the first nine levels of the tournament. What's fun about this is that every Hall of Famer is... Uh, I, Kevin, are they... Are they comped an entry into this, or do they have to buy their way in? In either case, uh, no, they are. They, the the standard is that they are comped uh, one entry into the event. And cool. if you happen to, and this is also they they would be announcing the this year's uh, inductee into the Poker Hall of Fame. Ah, yes, yes. And uh, so for for every Hall of Famer you eliminate, the, you will receive a bounty in the amount of the year that they were inducted. So last year, uh, Brian Rast was the. Uh, Poker Hall of Fame inductee, and he had a $2,023 bounty on his head. And then whoever wins this year, it'll be $2,024. I love it. I love it. Um, so you're virtually guaranteed any one person that you take out, any bounty is going to be at least as much as you paid to enter. Um, and then, of course, there's the typical uh, uh, prize pool uh, as well that comes along with this. Super fun format. Uh, lots of all the all the people in the world of poker that you'd love to be playing with are going to be there for that. Um, go, and and again, it's a two thousand dollar entry, nineteen hundred seventy nine dollar entry. Um, but super super fun event and a great a great uh, a great atmosphere there as well. Also on Sunday, July fourteenth is the twenty five thousand dollar high roller horse event. Um, so another big one for all the uh, glitterati. Now, actually, I see on Monday, July 15th, there's actually a third flight for the Lucky Sevens. That's that 777 one. That's flight C and the final flight on Monday, July 15th. Also on July 15th, the main event, they get the day off after they played down to nine-handed the day before. And uh, the next day will be the final table. So they give them a chance to catch up on some sleep. That's a smart idea. And also on Monday, July 15th, there's a $3,000 six-handed pot limit Omaha event. There's a $1,500 event, number 98, The Closer. This is a no-limit hold'em event. Um, there are two flights for this one. You start with 50,000 chips and 30-minute levels with unlimited re-entries. Uh, this is a real summer saver, folks, if you're still here on July 15th or 16th. Uh, unlimited re-entries in the $1,500 bracelet event, starting nice and deep. Uh, that one looks like a lot of fun. On Tuesday, July 16th, uh, is flight B for the closer, and it's the first day of the final table for the main event. And then it all wraps up on the very last day, uh, July 17th, uh, the final uh, rundown of the main event final table. And also... Event number 99, the Super Turbo No Limit Hold'em. Again, it's a $1,000 entry with one re-entry, and it's just a one-day event, Super Turbo, no bounty at all, just play down and win the whole darn thing. Um, that It rounds that out at event number 99. So, Kevin, I know we're going to have a bunch of online events as well that are uh, included in this. 
but uh, we'll get to that maybe in a different podcast. But 99 live events, many of them under 1500 bucks, many of them multi-day, multi-flight events, lots of great opportunities to go and uh, and throw your hat into the ring and compete with a bracelet. Several seniors events, uh, just the one ladies event that I saw for the ladies main there, and a ton of mixed games. I think they really did a good, uh, they really covered their bases well, I think, here. Um, or did we miss anything? Or is there anything exciting that we should cover? Uh, no, not really. I mean, I did mention briefly, you know, there are, if you, um, you know, you know, I just mentioned, you know, I mentioned the daily deep stacks that will be running daily, uh, satellites, um, as in last year, the satellites will be for either casino chips or for entry or for entry into a a designated event. Uh, some events are direct entry is basically you like for the uh, bigger buying events, uh, you, if you win, you get you get entry into that event. You can't basically unregister. But you know some events. You know, like I said, like every night there's um, a daily satellite for like two thousand dollars in chips or five thousand dollars in chips for one thousand chips, and those are just treated like cash. So you just go to the cage, and you know if you wanted to use that thousand dollars for something else or or to buy into a, a tournament, that's uh, that option is up to you. But uh, if if you go to wsop.com/slash twenty twenty four. You'll see these links to the schedule, and eventually you'll see links to uh, to the structure sheets and a bunch of other information that will be released in the weeks to come uh, before the WSP starts. Fantastic. And just to clarify, so you're saying that some of these satellites, the winner will not be transferable. It'll be specific to the exactly. winner and tied to a specific event. Um, but other Correct. satellites, they may just have uh like casino uh, casino chips that you can redeem for cash or buy into different tournaments or you could transfer like it's really just cash at that point right basically basically yeah basically events that are t- over ten thousand dollars now that awarding seats into events that are over ten thousand are direct that's basically a seat into the event great and i guess the last because we're going to wrap this up because we're coming up on two hours this has been fantastic um kevin the, the one question if people register early uh, I want to just clarify, for some events, will their chips be in the well? For some events, will their chips be on the table uh, before they arrive? Is there a rule for knowing which one's which? Well, so what happened last year, it was that basically for pretty much every event except the main, if I remember correctly, and I could be wrong, if you register before the start of the tournament, chips are in play from the start. Okay, uh, whether you're there or years, not. Yeah. Right. In previous years, like like the weekend events, your chips weren't in play until you actually sat down. But they I think there was a lot of problems, you know, in the past where people would just register early and then show up whenever they wanted. And while there's people in line, they're getting upset about seeing people just just seeing set just seeing empty seats when they would like to play. So I think they they made this again, I did that really wasn't rule made um uh, announced until right before the series started. So I I'm gonna go with the assumption that again that this year Chips will be in play from the start for pretty much every event. Maybe the main event will be the, the one exception. But, you know, if you follow me on Twitter at WSOP or on my own Twitter account at KevMath, I will definitely be repeating that information several times during the series. Oh, oh you're going re- to be repeating it several times a day. I think yes. uh, the, the way the poker community retains information, you're going to get pinged on this several times a day, starting around mid-May, uh, I think, and going right yeah. through. <laughs> I, 
I, I agree. It, it's well, you know, it's I, I'm, I'm the one that's falling on the grenade for uh, the poker community. So it's true. It's I'm, true. I'm you happy are to the, do it. You're the, I'm you're happy the to do poker social media czar. You're the guy to talk to when it comes to this kind of stuff. So you, heavy is the head that wears the crown, I guess. Yeah, Joseph. Yeah, just have you heard anything about the the broadcast schedule and what's being covered and what's not? I know there was some heat last year for the ladies' events. Um, do you know if they've rectified that or, or what the schedule is? Uh, I have not. No, I, I think the Poker Girl will announce their schedule. Um, I would I would assume in March. At least they'll they'll have a general idea of what they're going to uh, stream. But I think you know you know last year they they. They did stream a lot of events on YouTube and PokerGo, uh, the, the PokerGo's YouTube channel, and the PokerGo servers itself. I think we we can see we can expect a lot of the smaller buy events would appear on PokerGo, and the bigger events. Will, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, let me sorry again. The smaller buy events will be on the PokerGo YouTube channel. The bigger events will be on the PokerGo service, especially the main event. Cool. Well, Kevin, I can't thank you enough for coming on to the show here and uh, sharing all this fantastic information with us. It Honestly, I feel like, uh, yeah, like Christmas morning every year, knowing we get to have the one and only Kev Math here on the show uh, to break the schedule here in real time. It's such a treat. Uh, you work so hard to do this. You put up with so much crap <laughs> from so many so many people in the poker community. Uh, my hat's off to you, sir, and uh, just thanks Thank for you. all your fantastic efforts. They, they don't go unnoticed. I can say that for real. No, I, I agree there. No, I, I definitely when I'm when I'm walking around uh, both tournament areas, you know, there's a lot of people that thank me for what I do, and uh, I am thankful for them that that you know I'm thankful to be doing it. Hopefully, I hopefully will be. There once again, it would be my eighth year uh, doing the WSP Twitter account, and uh, I look forward to it every year. Nice. Well, if you're down there this summer and you see like a surprisingly large, friendly fellow, um, that's Kevin. I'm not the only person that people walk up to and say, whoa, you're bigger than I was expecting. Uh, Kevin actually makes me look tiny. Uh, but there's room in one of those huge hands of his for a beer, I'm pretty sure. So if you see the guy um, out there working hard, try and try and solve that problem. See if you can slide a cold beer into one of those big mitts of his uh, to say thanks for all you do, Kevin. And um, I will say thanks from everyone here at Rec Poker for being such a fantastic um, bright light in the poker community and spreading your light and warmth around. You're a great guy, and it's our pleasure to have you here on the Wrecking Crew. Wrecking Crew member, Kevin Mathers, everybody. What a freaking guy. Congratulations on all your success, and this is fantastic. Thank you very much, Jim, and I look forward to seeing you, Kim, Joseph, and everyone else in the Rec Poker community in Las Vegas this summer. Can't wait. Well, we'll get a chance to talk to Kevin again sometime in uh, April, I hope. And so if you've got any more specific questions for him, uh, make sure to join us on YouTube for that edition of the podcast. Uh, Kim, Joseph, is there anything else that you want to uh, get out before we roll on out of here on this special edition of the Rec Poker Podcast? Looks pretty good. So then I just want to say uh, thank you to Kim and Joseph for uh, chiming in and joining me here. Thanks to Kevin Mathers, of course, for everything he does for the uh, poker community. Uh, thanks to the Running Aces Hotel, Racetrack, and Casino. We couldn't do what we do here at Rec Poker without their support. And, um, oh, wait, let me share my audio because <laughs> we're getting out of here. Here we go. Here it is. Thanks for joining us for Rec Poker Podcast. We'll see you again soon, I hope. <laughs> 